Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Rules for Life with Beth and Helen. I was going to say sweet 17, that's not a thing. No. Should be. Should be. (laughs) (laughs) And this week we had the brilliant Julian Rang-Tut. Yes, uh, an actor known for many things, but um, for playing Dr. Mac in... Mm. Green Wing. Green Wing. A brilliant show that I've watched yeah. 27 million times. Oh, that is a record. It's a lot of times. <laughs> I've got to get this um, by record. I told my dad we were doing this podcast um, with Julian and I was like, you know, he's the guy who was in Green Wing and he sort of looks like Owen Wilson, like an English Owen Wilson. And my dad today was like, have you, uh, have you ever thought that Julian Ryan Tut looks like a like an English Owen Wilson? <laughs> I was like, it was just... You're just saying this because I said it the other day. <laughs> You're saying it anyway. To me. He he had some very interesting rules. He did, which I really liked. I liked his rules a lot. They were very zen. I could and, copy uh, them all. Yeah, we recorded this in Helen's living room, and we were very relaxed and comfortable. Yeah, we and were. I think it gave us a real different vibe, a real chilled vibe. Yeah, um, ASMR. Yeah. So um, please, please enjoy, like, subscribe. Vibe. Share, share all of those things that one ASMR. does. <laughs> and yes, uh, like, share, we'll subscribe. see you for episode 18. Yeah, see you then. Bye. Bye. Hello, Julian, and welcome to Rules for Life. With Beth and Helen. Hi. And Otto. Helen's yeah, he's in the son background. In the background, building Lego. He's one of our silent hosts. <laughs> sometimes silent. Yeah, sometimes silent, sometimes not. Um, he will chip in every now and again with his opinions on uh, on your rules. Great. Hello. Lovely to be here. <laughs> Lovely. Looking forward to it. Um, how did you find coming up with your rules? Do you think you follow rules a lot or? No, it was a very interesting and thought-provoking process. And oh, it good. And realise... Having been coerced, I mean, asked into um, <laughs> considering them. Forced that, into uh, this building. <laughs> that it's more problematic than you think. And in fact, probably a lot of one's life is about um, not living up to rules. Yeah. Rules that one would like to abide by, but Can't. constantly strive to and fail. So it's been very interesting. Oh, I hope happy, they're not... Happy Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I realised... Something of the failure my life has been. Um, oh, but let's on. push on. Yeah. <laughs> Onwards and upwards. No, it's very, <laughs> very, very one. enjoyable. Good. Yeah. That's what yeah. we want. It is interesting, but I do think that's true, actually. I set myself things to do every single day, and if I don't get them done, I think I've failed at life. And you haven't? When I haven't. No. Just set myself to me. She's just been in LA. Yeah. If that's not doing well, I don't know what is. Very impressive. <laughs> Only for <Yep>. fun. <laughs> um, no, there are rules that you can... A simple binary rules that you can break, like offside. Yeah, mm-hmm. but That's there are rule. <laughs> the rules one. for life one, tend yeah. to be more uh, ambiguous or harder to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. I've certainly found that thinking about this. <laughs> Interesting. I've ordered my rules in yes. a progression oh, from the small and tedious mm-hmm. and unimpressive rules that will make you want to perhaps switch off. Or, <laughs> but I hope that we'll push through those and yeah. gradually they'll get. More interesting into mm. the into the 
You're the, the more significant rules that mean more to me. Okay, stick mm. with us, everyone. Yeah, so, st- so like stick with us in this early, <laughs> so it's like, slightly yeah, downbeat, boring one. start. It warms up. And okay, it goes to a yeah. big series finale. Rule five is so exciting. I'm really oh. excited for that. I hope there's plot twists. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever person we think you are with rule one, I hope by rule five we're like we didn't. Let's we didn't hope know it's him different. <laughs> um, go on then. Tell us rule number one. Uh, rule one is a, a silly little rule, but it's about water. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, after all, life. Yeah. <laughs> what we're made of. Mm-hmm. In a manner of speaking. And uh, it's a pretty obvious thing. It's really a rule for survival about hydration <laughs> and keeping watered. <clears throat> but I struggle a great deal with all other forms of healthy living, right. exercise, nutrition. It's a constant um, process of letting oneself down. But I do try and keep myself hydrated by following this rule that came into being a while ago that you should drink a litre and a half of water every day. Mm-hmm. Beth's got a bottle right there. I do. There we go. I don't always succeed, but I try my best. My family try. Uh, we, we've moved from any sort of water to tap water. Mm-hmm. In uh, Yeah. I love tap water. So do I. Big yeah. fan of it. Excellent. I yeah. actually think, because you know, People always say, oh, don't drink the tap. Obviously, some places don't drink the tap water. But most places, I'm quite good with. I think I've, because I always drink tap water, I've built up a resistance to... To all the bugs in there. To bugs There's no bugs. There are no bugs. I say that. I think my cousin once drank the tap water on a cruise and was very, very ill. (laughs) But you're not supposed to do that. Is that just the sea? I don't really know. Probably. I think it's broadly healthy these days, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Tapping into the, the theme of, of podcasts and super-duper technology, as we <laughs> are today, I've just discovered also a great app which you can download on your phone, and it then shows you in your local geographic location all the affiliated shops and areas where you can go in and fill up oh, so, your bottle oh, for free with tap water. That's really good. Yes. It's a great app. It's a good, isn't it? I yeah. thought you were just going to say it's an app that shows you where the where, where there is there's water. water. I was like, that's a map. <laughs> that's called that's a map, map. Julian. And it was a river. Um, yes, yeah, there it's is good. a pond. It's, good. it's called Refill. Refill. Yeah, I want to download that. That's what it says that. in the tin. Yeah. Uh, recently, from returning from Los Angeles <laughs> at Heathrow Airport, I was so thirsty. I don't. I think I am a person who should drink more water, um, but tends to drink most of it in the night time. And my boyfriend is always saying I should drink more water, like gets annoyed at me because I don't drink enough. And the two flights I've taken recently, I was so thirsty. I think now that I'm trying to drink more water, you notice I when get you don't. so much thirstier. Do you pee more? Um, yeah. Obviously. That's the one downside. That's the challenge, of course, of trying to drink more water. Yeah. You, yes. You think, oh, you I, I, do I want to drink that water? Because then I'm going to have to go through the whole process of <laughs> having the feeling that I need a wee. <laughs> Finding yeah, someone having process. a wee, yeah. getting all the way back to the other side. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but it's worth but it. Ultimately, it's good for us. So that's one of my small rules. That's a, that that's I'm a good, on. healthy rule. Do you measure you it? Go. Not your pee. Uh, my, your your intake out, of water. My intake. <laughs> yeah. Only in a loose sense, mm. but um, I, I try and get. What uh, does a litre and a half look like? Is it a big it's bottle? Like a big bottle yeah. and a half. Okay. Yes. Bottle and a, a bottle half. and a half. Yeah, yeah that's a litre and a half. Isn't actually that much, is it? Well, to. Swig it in one go. It's pretty. Yeah, don't do it in one go. Through the day, it's just the hours tick by, don't they? And you and you don't um, drink enough. Don't do it. No, there you go. Okay, well, everybody. Let's hope number two's better. Drink water. No, No, that's a good one. I like number one because it is simple and pure to start. Life itself, like water, keeping hydrated. Yeah, yeah. Big, big fan of that. 
continuing the theme yeah. of Water. everyday life yeah. and your progression through from the cradle to the grave. <laughs> my next rule is about the material things that you acquire during your life. Mm-hmm. That's a slightly silly, posh way of saying, don't hoard too many things. Yeah. yeah. A lot of my rules I found have been influenced by my family and history and parents and how things have been instilled in you or experiences you've had. I've got members of my family, that's probably a good anonymous way of saying it, isn't it? Yeah. Who are subject <laughs> to the hoarding virus. Oh, they, no. they know who they are. I'm yes, so, so do I. Luckily, my dad's dead, so we can talk about that freely. <laughs> uh, but he and a number of his relations were, were, were big hoarders. Right. And there are a couple of things that strike me. One is that um, you make your own life quite tricky because you've got all these things and the attachment to them and you can't move and do anything. Mm. But also there's a, a responsibility to the people who come after you because it's taken mm. me months, nay yeah. years, to process all the stuff that various people have left behind. And uh, so I try to, to keep a healthy balance. Sometimes, of course, there is that insecurity that comes where you know that there are many great geniuses and very talented people in the world who live in their own clutter because they're so focused on their amazing art (laughs) or science Mm. they've got no time for the the uh, exigencies of everyday life yeah you think well maybe i'm just some old idiot who sits there cleaning his dining room table every day (laughs) doing the recycling (laughs) but but no, it's, ultimately, no, no, I do that's like your to, process. Yes. yes, different artists have different. But also, places. I think if if a place is too cluttered, your brain is too cluttered. Yes. So actually, it's probably tidy good. Tidy house, tidy mind. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'm one of those people who's cluttered. No, no, I can I like things to be clear and ordered so that I can get work done. Yeah. But if I yeah, if it's messy, I can't. However, I can live in mess if I have to. But it's usually to prove a point. <laughs> to who? To whoever's made the mess. Of course, the downside for the, the untalented person such as myself is that you use decluttering as a displacement activity for not getting on <laughs> yes. with the very important... Yeah, you got to go, go to the tip, do the recycling first. Exactly. exactly. I love exactly. the tip. But, so, yeah, do... So don't hoard. Don't hoard. Don't accrue too many material things in your life. Mm. I take it you're a fan of Marie Kondo. Is that the lady who wrote the book about... She um, did. And she's got a Netflix show. I have a very dear friend, uh, a very close friend, and she uh, has recently come across this book and it's changed her life. She she was a... A hoarder. A a big... uh, She lived in a sort of glorious chaos. Right. And she's embraced that lifestyle now and it's, um, it's been a big, big thing for her. I think it is amazing. She says if, if you pick something up and you don't feel joy... Yeah. Yes. Then you should chuck it out. And I actually did that with my clothes. I do that with my son sometimes. (laughs) Not giving me any joy today. Off (laughs) you go. (laughs) But then he comes back in. (laughs) Damn it. They do keep coming back. I think it's interesting because a few years, well, maybe like five years ago. Anyway, I moved house a lot. And this very much applied because my dad keeps a lot of stuff, like has everything. And I love it because it's interesting to like go through all of this stuff but now loads of stuff is in storage and I sort of feel like I don't remember what's in there anymore mm. and I sort of think just get rid of it well if you haven't needed it for two years yeah then 
DVD. Well, like six years now. I think yeah. there's some clothes and things. But then if I went through the mud, feel guilty that I... It's hard to throw things away sometimes. Re- recycling them. Yeah. What I do now is I, for example, with uh, your lovely child, as you have <laughs> yes. growing up, I make sure that I take a, a very small selection like mm. perhaps two or three of his clothes or something like that, mm. keep those as a special memento yes. and yeah. then make sure that I get everything else recycled. That's yeah. what we're doing. Of course, it is trickier these days because now we're all educated into, into disposing of things responsibly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot longer. Yeah. And I'm looking down the barrel of a couple of flats full of stuff that are going to take <laughs> months to go through. Mm. Anyway, there we go. I no hoarding yeah. while drinking water. I agree water. with that. Drink yeah. water and don't hoard. Don't this water. is all. This is all good stuff for a clear mind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, hoarding. Do you ever watch the shows that are like called mega hoarders? Mega hoarders. Or... <laughs> yep. It's, yeah, but some, these is people take it to the extreme. I have glimpsed them. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. quite. They're quite disturbing. There's nothing better than a good montage of something being oh, cleared yeah. out. No, that's Otto's very satisfying. Yes, it's, it's lovely. Yes. Before Just some with throwing all of yeah. someone's treasured belongings yeah. away. <laughs> bye bye. Bare and empty. House. Queer Eye does that a lot. Yeah, great. That's my that's my best bit. Yeah, me too. The I'm house not renovation. really into the fact that Queer Eye's. You know, it's brilliant that it's all inclusive and it's good for the LGBT. <laughs> community but i just like them when they clear out people's houses <laughs> i do often wonder where they put all of the people's belongings yeah i wonder that because they're very spotless mm. when they go back in is there just a big shelf i i would hate that if that happened to my house so like monica's there cupboard may be a, there may be a lgbth community yeah which is the, <laughs> the, hoarders, <laughs> yeah. the hoarding at the end i mean there must yeah. be an overlap there it's so. a serious condition yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. show we'll discuss that afterwards <laughs> Rule number three. Number three is a terrible digression, and it may okay. it's it's almost breaking the rules oh of goodness. the rules podcast. No, no, is it even a rule? <laughs> okay, but I I went into a flight of fancy here, and I was thinking about um, rules that are less specific, but have somehow been instilled into you. And again, I was thinking okay. about my my dad used to always quote to me various things he loved quoting bits of literature to me even though he left school himself when he was very young and he used to quote the poem if by rodyard kipling okay is that the one in um for weddings and the funeral no uh i'm not sure i don't think so do you know off by heart i'm not going to read it out embarrassingly on your podcast (laughs) but it's a if you take away Mr. Kipling's cakes, <laughs> Mr. Kipling's <laughs> questionable political and moral and racial context, because he mm-hmm. worked in the about 1895 in uh, South Africa. Uh, as a poem on its own, it's a brilliant address to a man's son about how to live your life. Okay, nice. And everyone knows this poem, but it starts, for example, with the lines, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. And it goes on and on like that with lots of great things. And then at the end it says, uh, uh, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. 
Now, riveting. This is riveting stuff. You can cut that. But, um, no, it is. But uh, the poem in general, which is just a list of things of how... It's a list of rules right. of how you should ah, read your yeah. life, you see. The, apart from that famous opening line, the other famous is this one, which is, uh, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. Oh, yeah, I've heard I'm that sure, one. I'm sure you've heard those lines. That's a good one. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to nominate, in a slightly strange way, this poem as something that's as a rule that's handed down to your life so it's not a day-to-day rule yeah but it's one that lives in the back of my mind and it reminds me of my dad telling me about it yeah and it has all those basic tenets to how to be a a civilized person yeah it's your go-to rule it's sort of embedded yeah yeah yeah. i mean the main one is about pulling yourself being able to to hold on to yourself and not be overwhelmed mm. by everyday life which yeah. probably is a rule that you yeah or, or something that can confront you every day yeah um and i like i like the triumph and disaster one it's like that one yeah. we were talking about before where it's um that you need to put praise and criticism down the same filter I always down the same toilet no, no. Hel- the last time I, Helen said it I think she said uh, praise and something go in the same hole and we were like yeah. okay <laughs> and no, what hole is that <laughs> I can't remember exactly but the point yep. is that both praise and criticism should not affect you because your sense of self is is strong enough that yes. you're not going to become an inflated ego because people say you did something well and you're not going to lose all sense of self because someone said you did something badly. There we are, beautifully put. Thank so you. Uh, you should write a poem about it. I will. Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> I if can only. remember this quote. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so, so yes, slight digression, but it's sort of background rule. Mm. It's not a laugh a minute, is it? My five rules for life. No, so I it doesn't. Have I like that one. Do you, when do you think of it? Is there well, have there been specific times? Or even perhaps subconsciously, but I, probably every week or so, you know, you'll have something in your life that may be uh, slightly stressful or something like that, and you and it just lives quietly with you, yeah. along with those other phrases that we all live by. How else do we live with these rules other than by what's handed us down to us through yeah. literature, uh, yeah. even if it's just you know, to thine own self be true or something like that. Yeah. And these other ones. Yeah. So it's a bit like therapy in the sense that you sort of you'll hear that in the back of your head when you need it. Yes, exactly. It's like CBT. Yeah, and you would need to apply something to What's something. That? CBBs. CBBs. I mean, that's it's always like there. No, yeah. um, it's always there for you. <laughs> Cognitive behavioural therapy. Oh, CBT. Yeah. Yes. And CBBs. And CBBs. CBT in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> or on your phone. Exactly. There's yeah. an app for it. These yeah. Days. <laughs> Um, yeah, I really like that rule. I'm trying desperately to think of a way that that's something like that's implemented in my life that people have. What the someone that's yeah, no one's ever told me a poem to. Relate. Well, it's not like a poem, but as in like a piece of advice that just sort of sticks in the back of your head at all points. Like beware the hedges of Devon or whatever. That yeah, Evan Morgan. <laughs> I think my my stepmom once said to me, "There's always someone worse off than you." Which I think I still think of now, mm-hmm. but she wasn't a very nice person, <laughs> so I don't really. I I think she applied it in the wrong way. Right, as in, like even if you were in a really bad situation, she'd be like, "Get over it." Someone yeah. in a worse situation than you. Whereas I do think that does it, it applies in the same. That's way like that count you your go, blessings. That's the sort of yeah, nice or going, version. You right? never know what someone's going through. Maybe the person that you shouted out on the tube is 
very sad. <laughs> you know, it's they're true. thinking about something else anyway. But yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. can't think of I'm any. Trying to think of what thing. mine are, other than the one that I can never get right. Yeah, praise and we used hole. to exchange a lot of slightly misquoted stuff when I was young. My dad yeah. used to slightly misquote Othello a lot and yeah. say, "He who steals my purse steals trash, but <laughs> he who steals my reputation takes from me." And then it's slightly he couldn't quite remember the rest. <laughs> but, but that's a good one as well, yeah. especially if you lose your phone or your wallet. So just that's remember. just a don't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just like misquote. But don't have so your reputation. If you live your honourable life, then yeah. um, you'll, be, you'll be all right. Anyway, I'm, That's I'm a good uh, one. gilding the lily here. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. Tell us rule four. Rule four. Uh, we're back on track. <laughs> we're um, back. And back. it is one that uh, I think of particularly uh, in this digital age that we live in. You say looking at your phone, <laughs> holding said, a microphone, slightly pausing, <laughs> plugged into yeah. three other microphones. It's not about it's not about screen time. No, it's no, good. no, it's not about screen time. Wow, it's that um, there are lots of problematic issues these days with privacy yeah. and communication and social media, etc. So what I, I I try and do is say every single thing that I write down. Mm-hmm. whether it's on a piece of paper or in an end-to-end encrypted message format. <laughs> formerly known as. Formerly known as <laughs> writing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, must always be something that I must be happy with or imagine that could at any point be... On the cover the of the public, Daily Mail. In the cover of the Daily Mail or in the public record mm. of global verbal intercourse. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Are expecting you happy to with that phrase going we'll re- out there? We'll, we'll re-edit that. You no, this can, is going out there. <laughs> yes, it's like there's a huge office of public record yes. that is the size of the world. And at any point, you never know when something could yeah. come back. Come and back I think it's for two reasons. First of all, because ass. you don't want things to come back. And secondly, yeah. you shouldn't really be saying things anyway, I think, that that would um that you wouldn't be prepared to say to somebody yes uh, if not to their face then for them to to see at some point yes so i try always when i'm writing to people to well i do always bear that in mind as one of my rules and i say to other people or 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 younger people or whatever always remember that any of this could be mm. in the public domain at any point there's no point taking any risk yeah with it otherwise I was talking about this the other day in that, well, I mean, we've had it recently, haven't we, that someone's tweet from 2013 comes out. And I mean, yeah, I think things like that where, you know, if you were 15 when you did something, then you are a different person. So I feel like that's all really tricky areas. But I think, yeah, as an adult, you have to be so careful. Yeah, I do think it's like, well, I don't know. Like, for example, it happened to Stormzy, didn't it? Did it? I think it was Stormzy, mm-hmm. where he'd done like a homophobic tweet years ago. Mm. Doesn't make it any better. Yeah. But as in, he did the best response to it of going, I'm so sorry I wrote that. I yeah. was very uneducated back then. And I don't feel like that anymore, but I did write it. And yeah. I can only apologize for my behavior back then. But I'm a different person now. And you go, good, good. Yeah, it's understandable. Like you're not, you know... Yeah, people change. For people of my generation who grew up without 
yeah. any social media or internet, of course, there's no record of all yeah. the ridiculous <laughs> yeah. things we said. And this is a good thing. <laughs> but for anyone born now, yeah. it's like being born it's from the ages of zero to 17 yeah. with a microphone yes. that broadcasts around the world. Yeah. So every single silly, misguided thing you say is someone, out there. Have you heard so, the story? I think it was in a John Ronson book. Someone was telling me about there was this woman who m- tweeted a joke, which she just thought was a joke. She only had like 50 followers. Uh, and yes. But it was actually interpreted as being quite racist. But she, well, she was on a, she was on she, a like, 12 hour plane. Mm-hmm. And by the time she got off the plane, it was like she, everywhere, all over the world. She'd done a joke about malaria. Oh, is that and what? she'd gone viral while she was on the plane. Because the tw- like she tweeted all- it and then got on a plane. Her malaria tweet had gone viral. That's, yeah, that's the, that's the joke <laughs> in itself. And yeah, by the time she got off the plane, she'd been fired. Like yeah, like really? it all. Yeah, everyone had disowned. I think her parents had like publicly been, um, disowned. I mean, they hadn't. God. But like, it but was, yeah, it really judge, blown up. jury, yeah, the sentence had been carried out while she was enjoying her champagne. That's on the so you've been publicly shamed, right. isn't yes. it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do. I think it's interesting because you do like that's what I was going to say was obviously at the time that you write something when you want to make sure that you're happy with it and it's something that you wouldn't not say. I wouldn't. I to someone, but it changes. Like maybe something you were very happy with writing someone uh, in a end-to-end encryption (laughs) internet message five years ago. Nowadays, you'd be like, oh, I don't really stand by that anymore. But you can't change it. Yeah, that's all that's there. the worry. It's that's why I try and be away. as careful as possible. Yeah. I mean, of course, everyone needs to. You can't write nothing. No, of course, <laughs> yeah. every, you I'm could use now. carrier and, pigeons. And you, you will Morse write. Code. You could you just send a carrier pigeon, <laughs> yes. but even they could be trapped, interrogated. They're actually, they yeah, they're actually got a recording device on them. Um, but of course, you're going to write messages. <laughs> you might write to your partner. Oh my God, I can't wait to see you and tickle your nose and <laughs> love you on the sofa well I was going to say what's your all... what's your line because you know does that mean you would never take me- send a saucy message like no kisses on the end of messages no kisses too rude. I would, I, could you imagine the shame of having that X XOXO oh my god um, no of course you need to write those messages but I always write them under the I, under the understanding that if they were if they were to come out they would be uh, in, in a very standard embarrassing yeah, yeah, way yeah. just yeah. like normal like, I don't want yeah, people yeah. to see those messages but they're but not, they're not actually gonna they're not gonna libel yes. anyone or hurt anyone yes. so but whenever i write any other messages particularly if it's regarding a third person yes say, oh God, i would never yeah. say anything yeah that's sensible um, i mean i'm su- i'm surprised by some of the people who i mean i've been sent emails before beth will know what i'm talking about oh. which is so outrageously like terrible and awful that i'm like why did you commit that to <laughs> To the written word. She's talking about an email I sent her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And I was just like, Helen's a bitch. Oh, no, I've sent it to Helen. Oh, awkward. <laughs> but yeah, I, people don't think about it. No. It's no, a dangerous it's world. Sort of, it's, so, it's become so passe. Not passe is the wrong word, but as in people take just it normal, much lighter, yeah. don't they? Because you're constantly texting, tweeting, typing something. Yeah. It's just like blah, 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 word vomit. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to scroll back through God. my Facebook now, aren't I, to like 2007, no, I just mean, check. Most, I can't even remember most of my <laughs> things that I posted. One of the statuses my friend Rhea did was just a status that went, hey, Rhea, it's Rhea. And then she just had a whole conversation with myself <laughs> on her own Facebook status. And I still think it's the best thing that's ever happened. So maybe some good has come from yeah. 
from Breaking social media. The internet. I'm sure there are. Um, many great have things we already about got it. to the big finale? The big. I'm plot afraid. Twist. In a ra- oh my goodness! In a rather pathetic. No, um, it's just gone so quickly yes. and I want to know more. It's gone with a, with a, oh. I can't think of the word. Um, it's gone out with a splurge and not a bang. What do you say? What's that bang phrase? A whimper. whimper. A whimper, not a bang. That's yeah. right. With a whimper, not a bang, it? we've arrived at rule five. Yeah. Otto threw his uh, Lego on the floor, so yeah. he's obviously very angry. Yeah, he's like, come on. He's like, come on. I'm sorry about this. Yes, I've heard many of your wonderful podcasts and there's been raucous laughter and... <laughs> No, but I really don't. Do you know why? Because we haven't recorded a podcast in Helen's house yet. I feel like it's a much It's a different more, energy. It's a is relaxed. It? You're very, very relaxed on the energy. sofa. You are. Normally we're in an office. I've made myself a, a I like too it. much at home. Why not? <laughs> Get comfy. Yeah, go for um, it. So, but yeah. hopefully we've given the listeners some food for thought. Oh yeah, big time. Oh, even if it hasn't been water. fireworks. Water. But, um, but sensible living. Yeah. That's more important. You know, you've, you might have avoided a libel case for someone. Exactly. You've pre- prevented dehydration. Mm-hmm. You'll be fully this... hydrated in court. If you need <laughs> yeah. to go there. Exactly. All your stuff will be taken away from you. Yeah. This podcast when you get sent order. to prison, yeah. there'll be very little to sort evident. out for your yeah. relative to sort out because exactly. you haven't led a cluttered life. Win-win. So in a way, they're all nicely unified. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're decluttering your head by putting these rules in there instead in audio format there we go so we don't need to write them down exactly no. oh it comes together nice get rid it's of your beautiful, phone isn't it? You poetry i feel a poetic um <laughs> denouement coming on now <laughs> because uh once i've been hydrated decluttered accidentally written something libelous and gone to prison yes. i'll be on my own oh. yes and that leads me to my fifth rule oh. which is not Unlike the fourth, but but is to do with living your everyday life. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned this from, well, it's a hazy memory, but there's a, a man called uh, Montaigne yep. who lived in the 16th century. And he used to write these terribly clever essays on how a man might live his life in a virtuous and moral way. Although I have to say, my very uh, dear and intelligent friend, Mike, also explained this to me in a very clear way, which also <laughs> thanks, helped a lot. So, so you thanks. don't have to be from so, the 16th so, so thanks century. to Mike for thanks, this. Thanks, Mike. But Love you, Mike. You're a great guy. <laughs> a rule that really does pop up in my mind a lot is that Montaigne, in a grotesque, inaccurate paraphrasing of one of his paragraphs, <laughs> said, in a nutshell, that to live a productive and upstanding and virtuous and moral life, the best a man can do is when he is on his own and solitude is a very important part of one's life, Mm -hmm. and in this modern age it's when you're at home on your own perhaps, is that you should live your life when you're on your own as if you are in the presence of an admirable man or woman who you would like to impress or spend time with or um Barack Obama. Be, be useful to what was that Barack Obama for yeah. example for example and if you not, not if we if we very quickly distort it and boil it down to a, a modern parallel it means that when you're sitting at home in your pants <laughs> picking your nose thinking about watching another episode of something on t- mm. the telly another Marie Kondo what you should be doing is perhaps at an extreme level, you know, jumping up, 
getting properly dressed, yes, uh, yes. doing something useful in the house and behaving in a way that if you were being watched, you would not find humiliating or embarrassing. Oh, I like that a lot. And this is a rule I think of a lot. And when I said at the beginning, it's one that, of course, that we don't, I don't often live up to. But I always think about this and it really helps in a number of ways. For example, if you're battling uh, indolence Mm -hmm. or depression at the most extreme end, um, it's a real um, good rule to, to... to get you going again. Yeah. And I do think it, it, it helps to try and lead a, a healthier and, and more balanced life or yeah. at least um, watch less TV. useless TV <laughs> in your pants. Yeah. But but That's... the loophole is you can watch useless TV in your pants when you're with somebody because this rule is yeah, like yes. you don't I mean, learn by yourself. So that's good thing. to know. That's a good if loophole. If you are with there your partner, loophole, then you, then can, you can give each other pants. permission Ooh, anyone, effectively. Neighbours. Yeah. Just get anyone over. Yeah. I, I think that's very interesting because I think that is a rule that we used to live by a lot more and people don't mm. do as much now. For example, my grandma is currently in hospital, but she... Li- she even when she's at home on her own gets fully dressed every single morning which I just find mad I don't find mad because obviously it's good to get dressed but I think she had something where her her feet were very swollen recently and she was like I can't put my shoes on Mm. and it was like grandma you're at home (laughs) you know you're not gonna see anyone today you can just stay in bed and put your feet up but she cut she our whole world and life of sort of staying in bed and watching your laptop in bed is not something that is part of her like life so being in hospital especially at the yeah. moment she's finding it very difficult to eat because she hates being in a bed yes she can't she be needs a table a, and, yeah, yeah she needs she wants to sit up so now she has been sitting up and eating but as in mm. she just doesn't she can't compete being in a bed all day she do, doesn't understand how the day begins and ends if she hasn't got dressed and well i'm quite like that, that. Process. i feel like i have to even if i was to stay in all day i would have to get up and shower yeah and like dress inside i've never ever unless i've been like really ill i don't even i couldn't just stay in my pjs really it would mess with my head it's a very like set to me it's something that really reminds me of childhood of the sort of set thing of you go you get up in the morning and you put on your school uniform and then you come home from school and you change out of your school uniform into your after school clothes (laughs) and then it's pajama time but as an adult it's a bit more flexing. A bit fluid. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Are you yes, going to get dressed yes. today? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's it's interesting mm. because I wonder if I do act like that when I'm alone. I do think sometimes, you know, you get that fear that people... Well, are only, only Alexa will be able to tell you yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Mm. Yeah, there's I something really quite like, like um, I don't know what the word... Self-respecting about it. Yes. I mean, Not this sounds yourself. all rather old-fashioned, but... I do think there's something in that, particularly as you get older and then you have a young child and you're wondering what on earth to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, that you start thinking about these things and, the, yeah. and these slightly old-fashioned but interesting notions about leading a balanced life mm. and that if you can have this level of um, self-awareness and self-respect, yeah. that that can help you to be more energetic and get more out of life. Yeah. If yeah. you can do this so there's something to be said for these routines and things. i mean just think how much better you feel if you like put on a nice outfit and a bit mm. of lipstick not you julie yes, you can if you want julie might enjoy that all right 
I like the shade that you're wearing. Yes, today. a good shade. Really Thank you very much. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for getting dressed for us today. Yeah, it's a appreciate pleasure. It. You know, it's it's not a given. Really it's not. No, I managed it. to, to get out of the house. Smart. Yeah. It's you know, lovely. I actually offended um, my friend Tiff. Hi, Tiff. Um, on a previous <laughs> podcast, because I said one of our guests was talking about the order in which you should get dressed, mm. and I made a comment about how you could never wear, for example, pajamas and heels. Turns out. That's just thing. after my wedding, she wore pajamas and heels to breakfast. So I'm sorry about that. Wow. Oh. But, but you I know, I was going to say, pajama, like pajamas are at the moment are a fashion or pajama esque. Oh, are they? Are they? Pajama suits. Right. Yeah, silk suits. Which I don't think I could ever get away with. But no, me neither. I'd thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. To try. You might well, as well try. Sorry about that, Tiff. Yeah, sorry. Just had to do a pub, just a public <laughs> sorry, apology. <Tiff. laughs> Brilliant. I. Well, really thank like you for having me. Thanks thank for coming. Thank you for coming. And um, being, what a relaxed... It's because it's a Saturday as yeah, well. Yeah, it's I a weird vibe. We're, We're normally really... at like, you know, midday on a Wednesday. Yeah. This is so chillers. Perhaps I you really could like pop it. in an alarm noise at this point to wake up any yeah. listeners who <laughs> lulled to sleep. Like, it's sort of like ASMR. Yeah, but I like rules. listening to podcasts to go to sleep. Excellent. My boyfriend <laughs> does a podcast and I... Um, but you wouldn't sleep to this one because this one's no, great. No, yeah. this is one I would fall asleep to. I'd set it on a timer for 15 minutes so that I oh, would you don't like, miss play it. and then okay. the next day I'd listen to it. But yeah, I tend to listen to podcasts about gruesome murders in the day. Oh. And in, oh, the, in the evening day, yeah. I like something like this that's like funny but calming. So I don't enjoy large uh, noises like alarms <laughs> or it's not helpful. big jingles. Loud jingles. We've got a loud jingle. It's not too aggressive. Only at the though. beginning. Yeah. Adam Buxton has a lot of jingles. I find. Oh yeah, I love lot. to listen to him. Oh, to he, go I know. To sleep. He's very funny, man. Yeah, he's yeah. brilliant. But yeah. he does have a lot of jingles in his podcast that are often quite loud. Keep popping up. He makes up. all of his own jingles and sings on them. Brilliant. And, uh, we don't do that. We do, we sorry. We might in the future. One day. Um. But yeah. Excellent. I, cool. I thoroughly enjoy listening to this podcast to go to sleep. <laughs> Cut that, Elliot. No. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you very uh, no, much. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a great Good pleasure. Us. Very thought-provoking and um, very interesting concept. Thank you very Good. much. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Julian. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> and Good night. <laughs>